testing one, two, three, four. Hey, welcome to another episode of Iconosass. This is going to be a kind of off the cuff one. Um, it's been a weird week, y'all. Uh, so I've been fucking furious. <laughs> Obviously. Um, I, I've, I've been angry my whole life, but I've really just been fucking pissed at all of the abortion ban stuff that's been coming up. And I want to connect this to the Me Too movement because I think this is exactly what I was talking about since I've been talking about the whole Me Too thing over the course of several podcasts now, this is exactly what I've been talking about as far as how the backlash to Me Too is going to actually play out. Um, This is just one way it's going to happen, and I'm going to make some predictions on other types of legislation that they're probably going to introduce. They're probably going to get rid of a lot of protections um, for people in domestic violence situations and um we're definitely going to see stuff like that coming these abortion bans have gone so so far past the point of any reasonable anti-choice position which i don't think there is any anti-choice position that's reasonable as i've covered in uh my previous podcast i'm pro-abortion which means i'm pro-life And I give a bunch of reasons. I don't really want to go into it again because I think that I pretty much covered all of the areas in that. Um, I do want to mention that at one point in my life, I was one of those, I'm personally pro-choice, or I'm personally... I do want to mention that at one point in my life, I was one of those people who was like, well, I'm personally pro-life. It really just meant I was pro-choice for everyone, but it was really a matter of looking at the facts. But it was really a matter of looking at the facts and data about these situations that made me realize that's not even a viable position at all either. I mean, as far as a personal position, fine, everyone can choose their own morality and all of that and what's good for them. But that's where it stops, is with you, with your body. Again, bodily autonomy. Pretty simple concept. And if you look at the consequences of all of these prohibition laws on abortion, you can, you can clearly see the consequences all over the rest of the fucking world. This isn't fucking hard. It's, we have the data to back this up this isn't like some mystery it isn't like we're still working out the morality of the situation the data is settled the history is settled we already know that this type of bullshit results in more dead people women children non-men anyone who can get pregnant fucking lots of dead people and lots of uh and it also makes people a lot more susceptible to domestic violence situations and this is a link that i don't see a lot of people making but is absolutely true if you get locked in to an abusive situation because you're forced to bear someone's child you are connected to that abuser for the rest of your life and there's only so much you can do legally to get away from him and yes i'm gonna say him because again let's look at statistics 
the majority of people in these situations that are doing this coercive reproductive bullshit are men. Okay? And yes, there are a lot of men who coercively get women to get abortions. That is also wrong. Okay? I've already gone over that. What matters is the choice. It has to be up to the person whose body it is to make that choice. And the reason I'm connecting this whole issue to the Me Too thing is because every single, you see this throughout history. Again, Jesus Christ, people, read a fucking history book, will you? Um, the reason we see this is every time there's a mass movement of non-men fighting for rights, specifically uh, the rights of marginalized people, you know, women's liberation, you see a backlash. And it's not just a backlash of like, critical like oh well they're they want to go too far and let's just have a civil reasonable debate no like that's not the system we're up against the system we're up against is in, is violent it is inherently violent it uses violence to crush people and destroy their rights it would prefer more dead women so that it can maintain its control over society. And that includes the women who support patriarchy. That includes all the fucking Sharons from HR who are going to call the fucking cops on you and be total uh, apologists for patriarchy. Those are the last people you have to fight. I like tweeted this last week. Those are the last people you have to go after who are protecting and gatekeeping the patriarchy. It's these women who enable the situation. In fact, if you look at who signed um, the bill in Georgia, it was a female governor. Okay, there are women who are just as culpable in upholding these oppressive institutions as there are men. But demographically, statistically speaking, the people who hold the most political power are white men who are cisgendered and heterosexual and usually religious christian of some kind it's just what the demographics say um this isn't an attack on white men oh. but uh yeah fuck them um but yeah like this is every time you see this and again just look back in history you had you've had so much violence against women and other marginalized people who are fighting for their rights from these angry people who want to keep the institutions intact because they they benefit from it. You know, this isn't like it, it isn't necessarily some evil nefarious plot. Like it it literally just comes down to this is their self-interest. They benefit the most from this system and they are the most privileged, so they want to keep those privileges intact. And some of them are just legitimately evil. And when it comes to this abortion ban stuff, I've, as I've kind of been gathering more data and having more discussions with people, even though I said I was like, I'm going to be done with this topic. I can't be done with this topic. I can't be done with this topic because this is an assault on my rights. This is full on fucking war we're fighting. And uh, we didn't start this war. <laughs> they started it. And I have to be radical as a response because this is fucking self-defense. And thankfully, I'm in a place where I can get legal safe abortions and there are legal safe abortions still available in these states that are passing these bans. But the outrage is absolutely proportional to how 
fucking horrible these bands are. And these bands, again, people have different intentions with these bands, right? Some people are like fall into that kind of lesser uh assholeish area where they're like, "Oh, well I'm personally pro-life." Okay, good for you. I'm glad you have the choice to choose to have that baby. Okay, so leave other people the fuck alone. Those are the least malicious. And then there are people who there are people who are ignorant like, and I think a lot of those people that I'm personally pro-life, like, they're ignorant about the data. They don't understand because they haven't looked into the consequences of what they philosophically support. And again, they're maybe the least harmful, but the consequences of all of these positions are exactly the same. Then there are the people who are anti-choice and they're obtuse. The data is out there, but they are unwilling to look at it because to do so would cause them to question a lot of things about themselves and their choices. And they just don't want that level of introspection or for whatever reason, but they purposefully don't look at the data because they want to live in a fantasy land. And a lot of these people sound like, well, it's just up to God. You can't interfere with God. Well, that's so fucking delusional like anyone knows okay aside from the whole concept of whether or not god exists um you think you can actually talk to him you think he's like dictating this shit in perfect black and white like how do you know that it's not god's intention for someone to have that abortion how do you know that you didn't just you know uh abort the next baby hitler okay so then there are the people and this is probably the smallest percentage i would say like the people in the first two categories are a much larger percentage but the last category are the people who are truly malicious and do truly want to control women's autonomy because they think that we're getting a little too mouthy and out of hand and all that other bullshit um and those i think you i think you see more of that in the political class and the clerical class of uh control freaks um they truly do hate women the misogyny runs so deep for them that they are okay with dead women you know it's one thing to not know that the policies you support create more dead people and it's another thing to know full well and that benefits your political agenda and again i'm not saying this is a majority of people but this is a percentage of them and they are truly fucking evil and that's really who i'm talking about when i'm saying like this is an intentional backlash against me too because me too is about people rising up and saying hey this is the way we've been treated and we're fucking sick of it we're gonna start canceling people we're gonna hit men where it hurts or abusive people where it hurts and that's their pocketbooks you know they're going after careers they're going for the money and that is terrifying and they're going after the reputation too you know there's i mean again i can get into a whole other debate about the efficacy of how me too is played out you know as far as like do we have more rights are these spaces safer for people um that's an entirely different debate but the fact that this backlash is coming on so strong shows that it has been effective in some ways and 
this is why I'm so angry and this is why I hope people double down even more. We have to meet this backlash with even stronger radicalism and even we got to go even harder. Okay? It's not enough to fight this on a political level either. I mean, the ACLU is going to be suing all of these, uh, you know, people and trying to get these bills overturned and stuff like that. And this might even go up to the Supreme Court and challenge Roe versus Wade, which has been the goal for a very long time with a lot of these evil motherfuckers. Okay, but this is this is very much connected to me, too. This is very much they see that people finally have been able to gather the resources to really push back and certain behavior that they like to engage in is extremely unacceptable now. And it's been acceptable the whole time. But now it's becoming more socially acceptable to say, hey, this behavior is not okay. And the danger of things changing on a social level is that they change on a social level first and then change on a political level. And so they're trying to undercut the social development of this movement by enacting political laws that stop people who would be the most affected and stand to benefit the most from the social activism of Me Too uh, by restricting their rights politically. And that's exactly what's happening. And I don't know that people are making this connection. I don't, I'm sure someone, clearly someone else has. Um, But this is fucking, it's scary uh, for a lot of people in these states because these are states that are also in extreme poverty. You know, no one wants to talk about the class problems either. I mean, class plays a huge part in these laws. Um, I shared something from a friend of mine, uh, Leslie Ann uh, Bagdonas, who's an activist up in New Hampshire, and she was basically saying, hey, anyone who needs help in these states to get an abortion, I can put you up for a while. Like, if you pay your way to get here, you know, I'll do some good aftercare. We'll make sure that you're taken care of. And several people I know shared that, and I'm, I'm putting the same offer out there, like, hey, like, if you need help, like, I know people who can get you help. Let's get you out of these fucking backwards states and get you reproductive care. But the people who are able to travel and do that are middle class people. They're people with resources. They're not the people who need abortion access the most. It's poor people that do. And and I know that, you know, there's this whole weird again, out of context based argument that it's like, oh, that's eugenics. That's you're the actual racist. You're the actual bigot. You guys hate poor people and are racist and all this shit. That's such utter fucking bullshit. I support things that are supportive to people in poverty stricken situations. I've been in fucking poverty most of my life. Okay. You know, do I think the government does everything correctly and right as far as social programs go? Hell no. I don't want more kids thrown into the foster care system because of how dangerous it is for them and because of how it's there's just rampant abuse. But I also support people's right to have the best life possible. 
This is huge for me. I've always been on this. Regardless of how it's done, I want it to be most efficiently done. And right now, there's not a whole lot of other alternatives than social programs. And there aren't these social programs. There's no safety net whatsoever in a lot of these places, especially fucking Alabama. You know, I've there's a lot of people I love and care about in Alabama. I've spent a lot of my time in that state. I grew up an hour away from Mobile and would go up to Alabama all the time and Birmingham too. And there are just so many amazing people and they're at risk. They're going to be at risk. And it infuriates me. And they can't leave. It's not like they can just pick up and go to a more socially liberal area. They can't go to the Northeast. They can't afford to go out to California or Pacific Northwest or any of these places that other people have escaped to. They don't have the resources for that. Maybe they have children already. That makes it even harder. And you guys know all of the reasons for being, you know, pro-choice. I don't have to go into that. The, the amount, the variety of reasons why someone needs to get an abortion are fucking endless. And really what it comes down to is this is you're never going to resolve the philosophical difference here. You have to look at the data points. You have to look at the outcomes and the consequences of these policies. Oh, that's so utilitarian. Yeah, it fucking is. Because that makes fucking sense. This is the world we live in. We don't live in this magical world where God's going to personally come down from heaven and make sure that your little fucking fetus is has has such a great life and is so wonderful and you know it'll be you know oh it'll be such a story of resilience and guess what we don't live in the hero's journey we don't live in that world we live in reality where if you're born into poverty you're statistically likely to stay in poverty and you're statistically much more likely to be abused and have ptsd from that trauma And that causes a bunch of other problems, and it becomes exponentially harder to get out of poverty if you start there. I don't need to ponder on this. I don't need to, like, wonder what this is like. This has been my fucking life. You know, like, I know what it's like to grow up unwanted, in a rough situation, have to deal with a shit ton of abuse and the only way I was able to escape that abuse was getting into another abusive situation because it was slightly better. And these are the options that you have when you grow up in these situations. Your options are extremely limited. We don't all get these nice, wonderful, middle-class existences where we have families who are going to care for our baby and watch them while we try to finish our GED or whatever the fuck we're trying to do or, you know, go to college and all this stuff. You know, it's fine if you had a child when you were 15 and, you know, like, that's why you're pro-life and I would have not been alive if my mom chose to abort me, blah, 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 all this fucking bullshit guess what? If you had a family who was able to support you if you became a pregnant teenager or a pregnant young mother at another stage in life or whatever, then you are significantly more privileged than people who don't have those support systems. And you can't use your personal experience as a universal metric for what other people should do. I know I'm biased. I don't make the claim that I'm not. I'm extremely biased. I've lived a life that's very, very different than a lot of my friends and a lot of people I know. And yeah, 
it colors my perspective on a lot of things. It makes me kind of a cynical asshole. Well, I like to think of it as realistic. But I admit that. These these people who are anti-choice based on this fantasy thinking that's limited to their own experience. Well, my, I have a family. Cool, you have a family. Wow, that's so awesome. I'm so glad that you have that support system. Because, like, that empowers you to make different choices than other people. And that's what it comes down to. Making the right choice for you at that moment with the information you have. You guys already know this. But I wanted to just do a quick podcast to say this is directly connected to the Me Too stuff I've been talking about. And it's going to get worse. And I I already said this, that it was going to get worse before it got better. This is part of that. And we're going to see other legislation come out, too. This is just the start. They're going hard on the abortion thing because that is one of the only ways that people with uteruses have power over those who try to control them. Reproductive rights... And this is why they burn the witches. This is why they hate, they hate it when people take control of their fertility. Because fertility is a way to subjugate people. And when you understand that, everything else makes sense. Everything else. It's like your eyes are totally fucking open and it's like you can't unsee this world where, you know, if if your rights depend on someone else being in control of your body then you don't have rights and this is the only way in some cases and in many parts of this country and in most of the world where women can have rights where they can stand up to these patriarchal institutions that try to control them and it's always been about controlling fertility that's what religion is that's what politics is that's what ideology is in a lot of different ways Not all ideologies, but you know what I'm saying. It's about controlling the people who have the one thing that they should be allowed to be in control of. The one thing. Look, I have to deal with enough bullshit because of, you know, how I appear to others. But, like, to take away the only thing that, you know, I should have complete rights over, that's bullshit. And we need to take radical measures to stop it. I'm talking about getting RU486, the um, abortion pill, to these people. Um, Which, if you need that, go to aidaccess.org to get uh, abortion pills shipped to you. And it's it's donation-based. Because these pills are extremely expensive. This isn't like regular birth control. And it's not like Plan B where it's like 50 bucks or so. It's, It's a lot more expensive of a pill. And this is shitty, too. I mean, some of these bills are trying to stop people from or trying to punish people for miscarrying. And, you know, if you take the it's going to get to a point in some of these states like Oklahoma and Alabama and possibly Missouri, where you can't even take those things without being prosecuted. And again, why? So so they want to throw people in jail who have had miscarriages that seems a bit extreme even for some of the most ardent pro-lifer anti-choice people i know you gotta ask why these governments are going so hard because they know they know 
that they are behind this massive consciousness shift that's happening and this massive movement of people. The thing is, women in all areas are outcompeting men. That's just what the data says, and it can't be reversed. Uh, you're seeing a lot more people, uh, you know, who don't identify as men with college degrees, getting into positions of power, making more money. They're no longer, um, like, their capital is no longer tied up in relationships. They have the freedom to move and relocate, and they have, a because of these freedoms, because of this, you know, uh, because of the accumulated freedoms that people have gained, there's no stopping this in the long game, in the long game, we went out. But in the interim, we're going to catch no end of shit. And that's why they want to lock people up. Why do you think they want to lock women up? You can't vote if you're a felon. Are people just going to sit by and let this happen? I hope not. There needs to be riots in the fucking streets. There needs to be a little more uh, aggressive stance against this because they're not going to stop. They are willing to kill you to get their way. It is a fucking war. And I don't like that. I'm extremely anti-war. I have been my entire life. But these motherfuckers drafted me into their fucking war. And I'm going to fight it. And I'm not going to play nice. Because they're not playing nice. I I have no kind of respect for fairness when it comes to fighting anymore. Any like any any time I've played fair in a situation and tried to be the bigger person and all that, which has been a lot of situations, um, it's it's completely backfired because the people who want to harm you and completely traumatize you and do damage to your life, they don't care about playing fair. They're not playing by the same rules as you're playing by as a person with values they're in it to win it by any means necessary so we have to counter that with the same thing and so i wanted to do a short podcast to just say thanks so much for the people who have been listening to the pro-choice podcast i made and the patrons who are on here um you know, I, I've been seeing a lot of you guys speaking out about this, and I'm just, you know, I'm happy to see that there is support for this. And I really want to see something bigger done. I mean, Me Too was a very good start because you have to use social shaming in these situations to enact certain types of changes. And can people go overboard? Can it be abused? Is cancel culture always the best way to deal with things? I don't know. I'll do another podcast on that. I have a lot to say about cancel culture. But is it better than just letting these motherfuckers run around and destroy people? You know, and and traumatize them? Yeah, I think so. Um, I mean, no system's going to be perfect. No, No cultural way of dealing with a cultural problem is going to be perfect and there are a lot of innocent people who get caught up in it you know people have to use their discernment with this stuff and it's really hard and it's really tricky but is the world generally getting better because of these more kind of progressive stances and this pushback yes generally speaking but again 
it's going to get a lot worse before it gets better. And we're seeing that. And so many of my friends are angry and sad. And there's just so many people I know who will be affected by this in these states. And and also I'm seeing the true nature of a lot of other people that I thought, you know, I could civilly disagree with this topic on. And it turns out that's not possible. So... You guys already know you're on the right side of history if you're supporting being pro-choice. But I would love to see more creative ways of dealing with this. I'd love to see a kind of underground railroad of getting these people, specifically poor people, out of these states and into care. But the thing is, they're trying to prevent that, too. I I don't think people... It's sinking in for a lot of people how far these abortion bans are going because what they're going to try to do is not allow you to leave these states and then try to extradite you if you do like that's where this is heading this is heading to such a dark dystopian land that like politics is not enough to stop it and i've done uh episodes where i've spoken about you know uh being armed and stuff like that and no one should have to carry a gun if they don't want to And I know all the statistics for why carrying a gun is bad. But look, I mean, these people are using guns against us. They're going to. And there needs to be maybe a little more pushback in a way that says you cannot fuck with us. You know, you will not take these rights away. And it's going to get really ugly. But I think we're we're reaching a critical mass with some of this stuff. And it started with the Me Too stuff. And it's just been a simmering anger for years, for decades, that people have been experiencing when it comes to patriarchal oppression. And I think it's really coming to a head. And this is their reaction to the success of Me Too. And this is their way of going full on macho flash we're gonna crush you and we have to meet that energy and it's not gonna be fucking pretty and i hate that i hate violence like i hate that it's come to this i hate that theocratic fascists are running this fucking country and want to make it to where and and this is the thing too because we saw this huge shift politically where you saw all of these politicians come into congress uh, a lot more women um being elected and stuff like that and i'm not gonna say that like women can't be just as oppressive as men politically yeah sure whatever um but you saw this huge wave of freshman senators who were women and that scared a lot of people and so i again this is all connected i don't want to be one of those like I don't want to sound too conspiratorial, but I'm a paranoid bitch, and I'm connecting the dots, okay? Like, this is a real thing that's happening. I don't think I'm imagining it at all. And it's because we've reached this critical mass point with calling out predators and calling out abusers and trying to find different ways, community-based ways of supporting people in marginalized communities and having uh, more accountability in spaces and all of these things it's all coming together and it is a threat and that's why we're being threatened now and 
yeah, I am like so fired up about this, obviously, and I should be. Like, this isn't the time to, I don't know, like a, a lot of times I'm just, I just kind of like shrug my shoulders and I'm like, yep, this is what it is. This is how much they hate us. They want us dead. Like, yep, that's the world we live in. And I'm just kind of resigned to it. And I've been resigned to it for a long time. And I, I'm honestly kind of exhausted being, you know, so angry about it. But the anger reminds me that I'm alive. And as long as I'm alive, I'm going to use that energy to fight this stuff. So if you want to support... There's a ton of organizations you can support if you want to help um, people in these situations. So I'm just going to list off some of those organizations now that you can donate to if you have the extra money to. Or um, or one of the best things you can do if you don't have a lot of extra money is volunteer to be a clinic escort. Go and protect those people because... This isn't like the these anti-choice lunatics haven't stopped protesting abortion clinics. They haven't stopped attacking abortion clinics and killing doctors and nurses and uh, people. They're extremely violent lunatics and they're always out there protesting with their insane propaganda that's not real um, or based in any meaningful reality. Um, And they are dangerous. So you can directly help by volunteering to be a clinic escort there. That's there's. A lot of help needed in that area. But if you have the extra money and you want to donate, you can donate to the National Network of Abortion Funds. You can donate to the Mississippi Reproductive Freedom Fund because Mississippi is another state where, God, there's a lot wrong with fucking Mississippi, okay? Like, they fucking need help. Uh, There's Access Reproductive Care Southeast. There's the Alabama-based Yellow Hammer Fund. There's, of course, aidaccess.org. I mentioned them earlier. There's the ACLU. There's Planned Parenthood. Of course, there's, like, the bigger ones, too. There's uh, National Organization of Women. And, uh, you know, we're going to need more than just putting on pussy hats and marching, okay? Like, I I want to get this through to people. (laughs) Like, that's not enough, okay? Like, this is fucked up. And actually, there have been massive protests in other countries, too, where, uh, you know, where there have been proposed abortion bans and people took to the fucking streets, like in Poland recently. And yeah, like, fucking do it. This is this is anti-choice legislation taken to such an extreme because they're trying to force the federal hand and anyone who was experiencing the Kavanaugh hearings last year knew this was coming. This is why it was so upsetting to people. And people who didn't understand that weren't paying attention or it went over their heads or they're just being obtuse because this is why people were actually fucked up about it is because we can see the writing on the walls. We know what's happening. We we know that we've had to stand up so strongly against so much bullshit and this is the legal backlash that's happening and uh fuck that shit fuck it so anyway donate to those organizations if you can volunteers a clinic escort open up your homes to people if you live in a state 
that respects bodily autonomy. There's a lot of different things you can do to support people. And, you know, I know who comes through in a bad situation. I've been through enough of them to know who shows up. And we're all going to show up for each other. So as angry as I am, as fucking heartbroken as I am at this total macho flash fucking display of obscene power uh we're we're not gonna back down either and you know i i thank all my listeners for supporting this and for speaking out in their ways too and you know all all of these efforts mean something they're not for nothing and um i again overall this broader me too movement and this kind of cultural shift can't be stopped we've we've already gone past the point of uh, the acceleration on it has gone too far and that's why the other side is doubling down so hard is because they know they're losing the long game and in the interim they're gonna just try to fuck people up as much as possible but even though I'm such a cynic in so many other ways, I do believe that the same people who always show up will show up for each other, and we're going to make it through this shit, and we're going to find some creative fucking ways to do it, too. So, again, like, we got this, and it may not get better for a long time, but I think we got this in the long run. Um, Also, I just wanted to mention um, for anyone who's following the Chelsea Manning situation, that's also really fucking devastating news. I wish I had better news to share with that, but please do anything you can to support her because they're trying to, they are going to be throwing her back in prison and then fining her thousands of dollars um, for doing the right thing, basically. And... This is a complete fucking travesty of justice, and I just wanted to say I've I've done podcasts on her before and her fucking bravery. I like I can't even imagine the courage it takes to do what she's doing and and to have those kinds of rock solid principles and values in the face of really utter fucking evil. I mean, there can be a whole broader debate about what's evil. Does evil truly exist? Yeah, it it does. And this is what it looks like. So also, I know a lot of you guys already know about Chelsea and her battle. So I just wanted to reiterate, help her out in any way possible because this is also some serious bullshit and it's fucking devastating it's been a it's been a rough couple weeks a really really rough couple weeks and is there a positive note to end on i don't know sometimes it just feels like a constant fucking struggle but i hope it doesn't have to be forever i don't know but that's where I'm at right now. That's the headspace I'm in. And, you know, I want to hear from you guys. Like, I want to hear some creative methods for 
helping people in these fucked up states. Because I'm from there. I'm from the panhandle. I know how bad it is. I remember how bad it is. I remember having to watch the silent scream in public school. I remember sex education was abstinence only and they made us watch this really fucked up movie where like this high school girl has sex for the first time and gets HIV. Like it's it was so insane and so not based in fucking reality and that's where these people prefer to live. I don't know if it's because reality is too hard for them or it, reality just proves that they can't control people ultimately and, you know, comes up too hard against their control freak tendencies. I don't fucking know. I don't care. I don't care what the intentions are. I care about outcomes. And the outcomes are that these bills are going to cause a lot of people to die. And fuck that shit. Again. I am pro-choice because I am pro-life. That's all there is to it. So, thanks for listening to this raging podcast. <laughs> and I hope to be doing a live stream here really soon, too. So, um, you guys keep up the fight. And uh, talk to you next time.